एन सी ए आर टी चैप्टर नाइन बायोमालिक्यूल्स देर इज अ वाइड डायवर्सिटी इन लिविंग ऑर्गेनिजम्स इन आर बायोस्पियर नाउ क्वेश्चन दैट अराइजेस इन आवर माइंड इज आर ऑल लिविंग ऑर्गेनिजम्स मेड ऑफ द सेम केमिकल्स दैट इज एलिमेंट्स एंड कंपाउंड्स यू हैव लर्नड इन केमिस्ट्री हाउ एलिमेंटल एनालिसिस इज परफॉर्म्ड If we perform such an analysis on a plant tissue, animal, or microbial paste, we obtain a list of elements like carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and several others, and the respect respective content per unit mass of a living tissue. If the same analysis is performed on a piece of Earth's crust, as an example of non-living matter, we obtain a similar list. What are the differences between the two lists? In absolute terms, no such differences could be made out. All the elements present in a sample of Earth's crust are also present in sample of living tissue. However, a closer examination, a closer examination reveals that the relative abundance of carbon and hydrogen with respect to other elements is higher in any living organism than in Earth's crust. Table nine point one. Nine point one. How to analyze chemical composition? We can continue asking in the same way. What type of organic compounds are found in living organisms? How does one go finding the answer? To get an answer, one has to perform a chemical analysis. We take any living tissue in bracket, a vegetable or a piece of liver, etc. bracket complete and grind it in trichloroacetic acid in bracket Cl3CCOOH bracket complete using a mortar and a pestle. We obtain a thick slurry. If we were to strain this through a cheese cloth or cotton, we would obtain two fractions. One is called the filtrate, or more technically, the acid-soluble pool, and the second, the retentate, or the acid-insoluble fraction. Scientists have found thousands of organic compounds in this acid-soluble pool. In higher classes, you will learn about how to analyze a living tissue sample. and identify a particular organic compound it will suffice here to say that one extracts the compounds then subjects the extracts to various separation techniques till one has separated a compound from all other compounds in other words one isolates and purifies the compound analytical techniques when applied to the compound give us an idea of the molecular formula and probable structure of the compound all the carbon compounds that we get from living tissues can be called biomolecules However, the living organisms also have got inorganic elements and compounds in them. How do we know this? A slightly different but destructive experiment has to be done. One weighs a small amount of living tissue in bracket, say a leaf or liver, and this is called wet weight. Bracket complete and dry it. All the water evaporates. the remaining material gives dry weight now if the tissue is fully burnt all the carbon compounds are oxidized to gaseous form in in bracket co2 water vapor bracket complete and are removed what is remaining is called ash the ash contains inorganic elements in bracket like calcium magnesium etc bracket complete Inorganic compounds like sulfate, phosphate, etc., also are seen in the acid-soluble fraction. Therefore, elemental analysis gives 
द एलिमेंटल कंपोजिशन ऑफ लिविंग टिश्यूज इन फॉर्म ऑफ हाइड्रोजन ऑक्सीजन क्लोरीन कार्बन एट्सेट्रा वाइल एनालिसिस ऑफ कंपाउंड गिव्स एन आइडिया ऑफ काइंड ऑफ ऑर्गेनिक इन ब्रैकेट फिगर नाइन पॉइंट वन एंड इन ऑर्गेनिक कॉन्स्टूएंट्स इन ब्रैकेट टेबल नाइन पॉइंट टू प्रेजेंट इन द लिविंग टिश्यूज फ्रॉम अ केमिस्ट्री पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू वन कैन आइडेंटिफाई फंक्शनल ग्रुप्स लाइक एल्डीहाइड्स कीटोन्स आरोमेटिक कंपाउंड्स एट्सेट्रा बट फ्रॉम अ बायोलॉजिकल पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू वी शैल क्लासीफाई दैम इन टू अमाइनो एसिड्स न्यूक्लियोटाइड बेसिस फैटी एसिड्स एट्सेट्रा अमीनो एसिड्स आर ऑर्गेनिक कंपाउंड्स कंटेनिंग एन अमीनो ग्रुप एंड एन एसिडिक ग्रुप एज सब्सटिट्यूएंट्स ऑन द सेम कार्बन दैट इज द एल्फा कार्बन हेंस दे आर कॉल्ड एल्फा अमीनो एसिड्स दे आर सब्सटीट्यूटेड मीथेन्स देर आर फोर सब्सटीट्यूएंट ग्रुप्स ऑक्यूपाइंग द फोर वैलेंसी पोजिशन दीज आर हाइड्रोजन कार्बोक्सिल ग्रुप अमीनो ग्रुप एंड अ वेरिएबल ग्रुप डेजिग्नेटेड एज आर ग्रुप based on the nature of r group there are many amino acids however those which occur in proteins are only of 20 types the r group in these proteinaceous amino acids could be a hydrogen in bracket the amino acid called glycine bracket complete a methyl group in bracket alanine bracket complete hydroxyl methyl in bracket serine etc the three of the 20 are shown in figure 9.1 the chemical and physical properties of amino acids are essentially of the amino carboxyl and the r functional groups based on the number of amino and carboxyl groups there are acidic for example glutamic acid basic for example lysine and neutral for example valine amino acids similarly there are aromatic amino acids in bracket tyrosine phenylalanine and tryptophan bracket complete a particular property of amino acids is the ionizable nature of nh2 and cooh groups hence in solutions of different ph the structure of amino acids changes lipids are generally water insoluble they could be fatty acids simply a fatty acids a fatty acid has a carboxyl group attached to an r group the r group could be methyl or ethyl or high number of ch2 groups from one carbon to 19 carbons for example palmitic acid has 16 carbons including carboxyl group arachidonic acid has 20 carbon atoms including the carboxyl carbon fatty acids could be saturated that is without double bond or unsaturated that is with one or more double cc double bonds another another simple lipid is glycerol which is a trihydroxypropane many lipids have both glycerol and fatty acids here the fatty acids are found esterified with glycerol they can be then monoglycerides diglycerides and triglycerides these are also called fats and oils based on melting point oils have lower melting point for example gingelly oil and hence remain as oil in winters can you identify a fat from the market some lipids have phosphorus and phosphorylated organic compound in them they are, these are phospholipids they are found in cell membrane lecithin is one example some tissues especially the neural tissues have lipids with more complex structures living organisms have a number of carbon compounds in which heterocyclic ring, rings can be found some of these are nitrogenous bases 
एडीनाइन गुआनाइन साइटोसाइन यूरोसाइल एंड थाइमिन वेन फाउंड अटैच टू अ शुगर दे आर कॉल्ड न्यूक्लियोसाइड्स इफ अ फॉस्फेट ग्रुप इज ऑल्सो फाउंड एस्टेरीफाइड टू द शुगर दे आर कॉल्ड न्यूक्लियोटाइड्स आइडिनोसाइन गुआनोसाइन थाइमिडिन यूरिडिन एंड साइटिडिन आर न्यूक्लियोसाइड्स आडेनाइलिक एसिड थाइमिडाइलिक एसिड गुआनाइलिक एसिड एंड यूरिडाइलिक एसिड एंड सिटीडाइलिक एसिड आर न्यूक्लियोटाइड्स न्यूक्लिक एसिड्स लाइक डी एन ए एंड आर एन ए कंसिस्ट ऑफ न्यूक्लियोटाइड्स ओनली डी एन ए एंड आर एन ए फंक्शन एज जेनेटिक मटीरियल फिगर नाइन पॉइंट वन शोज डायग्रामेटिक रिप्रेजेंटेशन ऑफ स्मॉल मॉलिकुलर वेट ऑर्गेनिक कंपाउंड्स इन लिविंग टिश्यूज द शुगर्स इंक्लूड द कार्बोहाइड्रेट्स इन विच द फर्स्ट वन इज ऑफ द ग्लूकोज एंड द सेकेंड वन इज ऑफ द राइबोज इन अम्यूनो एसिड्स द फर्स्ट वन इज ग्लाइसिन सेकेंड वन इज एलानिन एंड थर्ड वन इज सेरिन इन फैट्स एंड ऑइल्स दैट इज लिपिड्स द फर्स्ट वन इज फैटी एसिड्स दैट इज पालमेटिक एसिड द सेकेंड वन इज ग्लिसरॉल द थर्ड वन इज ट्राईग्लिसराइड कंटेनिंग आर वन आर टू एंड आर थ्री फैटी एसिड्स द फोर्थ वन इज फॉस्फोलिफिड विच इज लिसिथिन एंड द फिफ्थ वन इज कोलेस्ट्रॉल इन नाइट्रोजेनस बेसिस इट इज एडीनाइन दैट इज अ प्यूरिन एंड यूरासाइल विच इज अ पिरीमेडिन इन न्यूक्लियोसाइड्स इट इज देर इज एडिनोसाइन एंड यूरिडिन एंड न्यूक्लियोटाइड एडेनाइलिक एसिड नाइन पॉइंट टू प्राइमरी एंड सेकेंडरी मेटाबोलाइट्स द मोस्ट एक्साइटिंग एस्पेक्ट ऑफ केमिस्ट्री डील्स विद आइसोलेटिंग थाउजेंड्स ऑफ कंपाउंड्स स्मॉल एंड बिग फ्रॉम लिविंग ऑर्गेनिजम्स डिटरमाइनिंग दर स्ट्रक्चर एंड इफ पॉसिबल सिंथिसाइजिंग दैम If one were to make a list of biomolecules such a list would have thousands of organic compounds including amino acids sugars etc for the reasons that are given in section 9.10 we can call these biomolecules as metabolites in animals one notices the presence of all such metabolites all such categories of compounds shown in figure 9.1 these are called primary metabolites however when one analyzes plant fungal and microbial cells one would see thousands of compounds other than these primary metabolites for example alkaloids flavonoids rubber essential oils antibiotics colored pigments scents gum spices etc these are called secondary metabolites in bracket table 9.3 while primary metabolites have identifiable functions and play no roles in normal physiological processes we do not at the moment understand the role or functions of all the secondary metabolites in host organisms however many of them are useful to human welfare in bracket for example rubber drugs spices scents and pigments bracket complete some secondary metabolites have ecological importance in the later chapters and years you will learn more about this table 9.3 some secondary metabolites This is a very important table from the point of view of N double E T examination. The first one is pigments. Pigments are carotenoids and anthocyanins. Alkaloids is morphine and codeine. Terpenoids is monoterpene and diterpene. Essential oil is lemongrass oil, etc. The toxin is abrin and ricin. Lectins is concanavalin A. drugs is vinblastin curcumin etc and the polymeric substances are rubber gum and cellulose 
9.3 biomicromolecules there is one feature common to all those compounds found in the acid soluble pool they have molecular weights ranging from 18 to around 800 deltons approximately the acid insoluble fraction has only four types of organic compounds that is proteins nucleic acids polysaccharides and lipids these classes of compounds with the exception of lipid have molecular weights in the range of 10000 deltons and above for this very reason biomolecules that is chemical compounds found in living organisms are of two types one those which have molecular weights less than 1000 dalton and are usually referred to as micromolecules or simply biomolecules while those which are found in the acid insoluble fraction are called macromolecules or biomacromolecules the molecules in the insoluble fraction with the exception of lipids are polymeric substances then why do lipids whose molecular weight do not exceed 800 daltons come under acid insoluble fraction that is macromolecular fraction lipids are indeed small molecular weight compounds and are present not only as such but also arranged in structures like cell membrane and other membranes when we grind a tissue we are disrupting the cell structure cell membrane and other membranes are broken into pieces and form vesicles which are not soluble in water therefore these membrane fragments in the form of vesicle get separated along with acid insoluble pool and hence in the macromolecular fraction lipids are not strictly macromolecules the acid soluble pool represents roughly the cytoplasmic composition the macromolecules from the cytoplasm and organelles become the acid insoluble fraction together they represent the entire chemical composition of living tissues or organisms in summary if we represent the chemical composition of living tissue from abundance point of view and arrange them class wise we observe that water is the most abundant chemical in living organisms table 9.4 table 9.4 average composition of cell the composition of cell according to the, its abundance is like first is water then proteins then nucleic acids then carbohydrates then lipids and the last one is ions 9.4 proteins proteins are polypeptides they are linear chains of amino acids linked by peptide bonds as shown in figure 9.3 each protein is a polymer of amino acids as there are 20 types of amino acids for example alanine cysteine proline tryptophan lysine etc a protein is a heteropolymer and not a homopolymer a homopolymer has only one type of monomer repeating n times this information about amino acid content is important as later in your nutrition lessons you will learn that certain amino acids are essential for our health and they have to be supplied through our diet hence dietary proteins are the source of essential amino acids therefore amino acids can be essential and non essential the latter those which our body can make while we get essential amino acids through our diet or food proteins carry out many functions in living organisms some transport nutrients across cell membrane some fight infectious organisms some are hormones some are enzymes etc table 9.5 Table 9.5 some proteins and their functions 
द प्रोटीन इज कोलाजेन एंड इट्स फंक्शन इज इंटरसेल्युलर ग्राउंड सब्सटेंस ट्रिप्सिन विच इज एंजाइम इंसुलिन इज अ हॉर्मोन एंटीबॉडी फाइट्स इन्फेक्शियस एजेंट्स रिसेप्टर असेंसरी रिसेप्टर सजेस्ट अ स्मेल स्मेल टेस्ट हॉर्मोन एट्सेट्रा एंड मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट इज अ ग्लट फोर विच एनेबल्स ग्लूकोज ट्रांसपोर्ट इन टू द सेल्स कोलाजेन इज द मोस्ट एबेंडेंट प्रोटीन इन द एनिमल वर्ल्ड एंड रेबुलस बिस फॉस्फेट कार्बोक्सिलिस ऑक्सीजनिस इन ब्रैकेट विच इज ऑल्सो कॉल्ड एज रूविस्को इज द मोस्ट एबेंडेंट प्रोटीन इन द होल बायोस्पियर नाइन पॉइंट फाइव पॉलीसेकेराइड्स द इन्सोल्यूबल पेलेट ऑल्सो हैज पॉलीसेकेराइड्स दैट इज कार्बोहाइड्रेट्स एज अनदर क्लास ऑफ मैक्रोमोलिक्यूल्स पॉलीसेकेराइड्स आर लॉन्ग चेन्स ऑफ शुगर्स दे आर थ्रेड्स दैट इज लिटरली अ कॉटन थ्रेड कंटेनिंग डिफरेंट monosaccharides as building blocks for example cellulose is a polymeric polysaccharide consisting only of one type of monosaccharide that is glucose cellulose is a homopolymer starch is a variant of this but present as a storehouse of energy in plants animal animals have another variant called glycogen inulin is a polymer of fructose in a polysaccharide chain say glycogen the right end is called the reducing end and the left end is called the non reducing end it has branches as shown in the form of cartoon figure 9.2 starch forms helical secondary structures in fact starch can hold i2 molecules in the helical portion the starch i2 is blue in color cellulose does not contain complex helix helices and hence cannot hold i2 plant cell walls are made of cellulose paper made from plant pulp and cotton fiber is cellulosic there are more complex polysaccharides in nature they have building blocks they have as building blocks amino sugars and chemically modified sugars for example glucosamine and acetyl galactosamine etc exoskeletons of arthropods for example have a complex polysaccharide called chitin these complex polysaccharides are mostly homopolymers 9.6 nucleic acids the other type of micromolecule that one would find in the acid soluble insoluble fraction of any living tissue is the nucleic acid these are polynucleotides together with polysaccharide and polypeptides these comprise the true macromolecular fraction of any living tissue or cell for nucleic acids the building block is the nucleotide a nucleotide has three chemically distinct components one is heterocyclic compound the second is monosaccharide and the third is the phosphoric acid or phosphate as you notice in figure 9.1 the heterocyclic compounds in nucleic acids are nitrogenous bases named adenine guanine uracil cytosine and thymine adenine and guanine are substituted purines while the rest are substituted pyrimidines the skeletal heterocyclic ring is called purine and pyrimidine respectively the sugar found in polynucleotide is either ribose a monosaccharide pentose or 2' deoxyribose the nucleic acid containing deoxyribose is called deoxyribonucleic acid while that which contains ribose is called ribonucleic acid 9.7 proteins structure of proteins proteins as mentioned earlier are heteropolymers containing strings of amino acids structure of molecules means different things in different contexts in inorganic chemistry the structure invariably refers to the molecular formulae that is nacl mgcl etc 
ऑर्गेनिक केमिस्ट ऑलवेज राइट्स अ टू डायमेंशनल व्यू ऑफ मॉलिक्यूल्स वाइल रिप्रेजेंटिंग द स्ट्रक्चर ऑफ मॉलिक्यूल्स फॉर एग्जाम्पल बेनजीन नैप्थलिन एट्सेट्रा फिजिसिस्ट कंजोर अब द थ्री डायमेंशनल व्यूज ऑफ मॉलिकुलर स्ट्रक्चर वाइल बायोलॉजिस्ट डिस्क्राइब द प्रोटीन स्ट्रक्चर एट फोर लेवल्स द सिक्वेंस ऑफ एमिनो एसिड्स दैट इज द पोजिशनल इन्फॉर्मेशन इन अ प्रोटीन विच इज द फर्स्ट एमिनो एसिड विच इज सेकेंड एंड सो ऑन एंड इज कॉल्ड द प्राइमरी स्ट्रक्चर ऑफ अ प्रोटीन फिगर नाइन पॉइंट थ्री ए अ प्रोटीन इज इमेजिन एज अ लाइन द लेफ्ट एंड रिप्रेजेंटेड बाय द फर्स्ट एमिनो एसिड एंड द राइट एंड रिप्रेजेंटेड बाय द लास्ट एमिनो एसिड द फर्स्ट एमिनो एसिड इज ऑल्सो कॉल्ड एज एन टर्मिनल एमिनो एसिड द लास्ट एमिनो एसिड इज कॉल्ड द सी टर्मिनल एमिनो एसिड अ प्रोटीन थ्रेड डज नॉट एग्जिस्ट थ्रू आउट एज एन एक्सटेंडेड रिजिड रॉड द हेड इज फोल्डेड इन टू द फॉर्म ऑफ अ हिलिक्स इन ब्रैकेट सिमिलर टू रिवॉल्विंग स्टेयर केस ब्रैकेट कंप्लीट ऑफकोर्स ओनली सम पोर्सन ऑफ द प्रोटीन थ्रेड आर अरेंज इन द फॉर्म ऑफ हिलिक्स इन प्रोटीन्स ओनली राइट हैंडेड हेलाइसिस आर ऑब्सोर्ड अदर रीजन्स ऑफ द प्रोटीन थ्रेड आर फोल्डेड इन टू अदर सेकेंडरी फॉर्म्स इन वॉट इज कॉल्ड सेकेंडरी स्ट्रक्चर फिगर नाइन पॉइंट फोर बी इन एडिशन द लॉन्ग प्रोटीन चेन इज ऑल्सो फोल्डेड अपॉन इट सेल्फ लाइक अ हॉलो वुलन बॉल गिविंग राइज टू टर्सरी स्ट्रक्चर फिगर नाइन पॉइंट फोर सी दिस गिवस अ थ्री डायमेंशनल व्यू ऑफ अ प्रोटीन The tertiary structure is absolutely necessary for many biological activities of proteins. Some proteins are an assembly of more than one polypeptide or subunits. In the manner in which these individual folded polypeptides or subunits are arranged with respect to each other, example, linear string of spheres, spheres arranged upon one each other in the form of a cube or a plate, etc. is the architecture of a protein otherwise called the quaternary structure of the protein adult hemoglobin consists of four subunits two of these are identical to each other hence the two subunits of alpha type and two subunits of beta type together constitute a the hum, hum, human hemoglobin mo- molecule 9.8 nature of bond linking monomers in a polymer in a polypeptide or a protein amino acids are linked by a peptide bond which is formed when a carboxyl group of one amino acid reacts with the amino acid amino group of the next amino acid with the elimination of water moiety the process called dehydration in a polysaccharide the individual monosaccharides are linked by glycosidic bond this bond is also formed by dehydration this bond is formed between two carbon atoms of adjacent monosaccharides in nucleic acid a phosphate moiety links the 3 dash carbon of one sugar of one nucleotide and 5 dash carbon of the sugar of the succeeding nucleotide the bond between the phosphate and hydroxyl group of the sugar is an ester bond as there is one such ester bond on other side either side it is called a phosphodiester bond nucleic acids exhibit a variety of secondary structures for example one secondary structure exhibited by dna is the famous watson and crick model the model says that dna exists as a double helix the two strands of polynucleotides are antiparallel that is run in opposite direction the backbone is formed by the sugar phosphate sugar chain the nitrogenous bases are projected more or less perpendicular to this backbone but face inside 
A and G of one stand compulsorily base pairs with T and C respectively. On the other strand, there are two hydrogen bonds between A and T and three hydrogen bonds between G and C. Each strand appears like a helical staircase. Each step of ascent is represented by a pair of bases. At each step of ascent, a strand turns thirty-six degrees. One full turn of helical strand would involve ten steps or ten base pairs. Attempt a drawing a line diagram. The pitch would be thirty-four angstrom. The rise per base would be three point four angstrom. This form of DNA with the above mentioned silent features is called the B DNA. In higher classes, you will be told that there are more than a dozen forms of DNA named after English alphabets with unique structural features. Nine point nine, dynamic state of body constituents. The concept of metabolism. What we have learned till now is the living organisms, be it a simple bacterial cell, a protozoan, a plant, or an animal, contains thousands of organic compounds. These compounds or biomolecules are present in certain concentrations. In bracket, expressed as moles per cell or moles per liter, etc. One of the greatest discoveries ever made was observation that all these biomolecules have a turnover. This means that they are constantly being changed into some other biomolecules and also made from some other biomolecules. This breaking and making is through chemical reactions constantly occurring in living organisms. Together, all these chemical re reactions are called metabolism. Each of the metabolic reactions result in the formation of biomolecules. A few examples for such metabolic transformations are removal of CO2 from amino acids, making an amino group into amine. Removal of amino group in a nucleotide base, hydrolysis of glycosidic bond in a disaccharide, etc. We can list tens and thousands of such examples. Majority of these metabolic reactions do not occur in isolation, but are always linked to some other reactions. In other words, metabolites are converted into each other in a series of linked reactions called metabolic pathways. These metabolic pathways are similar to automobile traffic in a city. These pathways are either linear or circular. These pathways crisscross each other. That is, there are traffic junctions. Flow of metabolites through metabolic pathway has a definite rate and direction, like automobile tra traffic. This metabolite flow is called the dynamic state of body constituents. What is the most important thing that it is interlinked? It is interlinked metabolic traffic is very smooth and without a single reported mishap. For healthy conditions, another feature of these metabolic reactions that every chemical reaction is catalyzed reaction. There is no uncatalyzed metabolic conversion in living systems. Even CO2 dissolving in water, a physical process, is catalyzed is a catalyzed reaction in living systems. The catalyst which hasten the catalyst which hasten the rate of given metabolic conversion are also proteins. These proteins with catalytic power are named enzymes. Nine point ten ten metabolic basis for living. Metabolic pathways can lead to a more complex structure from a simpler structure. For example, acetic acid becomes cholesterol, or lead lead to a simpler structure to form a complex structure. For example, glucose becomes lactic acid in our skeletal muscle. The former cases are called biosynthetic or anabolic pathways. 
the latter constitute degradation and hence are called catabolic pathways anabolic pathways as expected consume energy assembly of a protein into amino acids requires energy input on the other hand catabolic pathways lead to the release of energy for example when glucose is degraded to lactic acid in our skeletal muscle energy is liberated this metabolic pathway from glucose to lactic acid which occurs in a 10 metabolic steps is called glycolysis living organisms have learned to trap this energy liberated during degradation and store it in the form of chemical bonds as and when needed this bond energy is utilized for biosynthetic osmotic and mechanical work that we perform the most important form of energy currency in living system is the bond energy in a chemical called adenosine triphosphate that is atp how do we define how do living organisms derive their energy what strategies they have evolved how do they store the energy and in what form how do they convert this energy into work you will study and understand all this under a sub discipline called bioenergetics in later later in your higher classes 9.11 the living street at this level you must understand that tens and thousands of chemical compounds in a living organisms otherwise called metabolites or biomolecules are present in concentrations characteristic of each of them for example the blood concentration of glucose in a normal healthy individual is 4.4 millimole per liter to 6.1 millimole per liter while that of hormones would be in nanograms per milliliter the most important fact of biological system is that all living organisms exist in a steady state characterized by concentration of these molecule biomolecules these biomolecules are in a metabolic flux any chemical or physical process moves spontaneously to equilibrium the steady state is not is a non equilibrium state one should rem- remember from physics that system at equilibrium cannot for- perform work as living organisms work continuously they cannot afford to reach equilibrium hence the living state is a non equilibrium steady state to be able to perform work living process is a constant effort to prevent falling into equilibrium this is achieved by energy input metabolism provides a mechanism for production of energy hence the living state and metabolism are synonymous without metal- metabolism there cannot be a living state 9.12 enzymes almost all enzymes are proteins there are some nucleic acids that behave like enzymes these are called ribozymes one can depict an enzyme by a line diagram an enzyme like any protein has primary structures that is an amino acid sequence of protein an enzyme like protein has the secondary and tertiary structure when you look at a tertiary structure you will notice that the backbone of protein chain folds upon itself the chain criss crosses itself and hence make many crevices or pockets are made one such pocket is the active site an active site of an enzyme is a crevice or pocket in which the substrate fits thus enzymes through their active site catalyze the reaction at high rate enzyme catalysts differ from the inorganic catalyst in many ways but one major difference needs mention inorganic catalysts work efficiently at high temperatures and high pressures while enzymes get damaged at high temperatures say above 40 degrees however enzyme isolated from organisms who normally live under 
extremely high temperatures for example hot winds and sulfur springs are stable and retain their catalytic power even at high temperatures that is about 80 to 90 degrees celsius thermally stable is the thermal stability is thus an important quality of such enzymes isolated from thermophilic organisms 9.12.1 chemical reactions how do we understand these enzymes let us first understand a chemical reaction chemical compounds undergo two types of change a physical change simply ref- refers to a change in shape without breaking of bonds this is a physical process another physical process is the change in state of matter when ice melts into water or when water becomes a vapor these are also physical processes however when bonds are broken and new bonds are formed during transformation this will be, this will be called a chemical reaction for example baoh twice plus h2so4 gives gives baso4 plus h2o is an inorganic chemical reaction similarly hydrolysis of starch into glucose is an organic chemical reaction rate of physical or chemical process refers to the amount of product formed per unit time it can be expressed as rate equals to delta p by delta t rate can also be called velocity of if the direction is specified rates of physical and chemical processes are influenced by the temperature among other factors a general of the thumb rule of the general of rule of the thumb is that the rate doubles or decreases by half for every 10 degree change in either direction catalyzed reactions proceed at rates very higher than that of uncatalyzed ones when enzyme catalyzed reactions are observed the rate would be vastly higher than the same but uncatalyzed reaction for example co2 plus h2o in presence of carbonic anhydrase gives carbonic acid in the absence of any enzyme this reaction is very slow with about 200 molecules of h2co3 being formed in an hour however by using the enzyme present within the cyto- cytoplasm called carbonic anhydrase the reaction speeds up dramatically with about 6 lakh molecules being formed every second the enzyme has accelerated accelerated rate re- reaction by about 10 million times the power of enzymes is incredible indeed there are thousands of types of enzymes each catalyzing a unique chemical or metabolic reaction a multi step chemical reaction when when each of steps is catalyzed by the same enzyme complex or different enzymes is called metabolic pathway for example glucose to pyruvic acid is an actually metabolic pathway in which glucose becomes pyruvic acid through 10 different enzyme catalyzed metabolic reactions when you study respiration in chapter 14 you will study these reactions at this stage you should know that there is a very that this very metabolic pathway with one or two additional reactions give rise to a variety of metabolic end products in our skeletal muscle under anaerobic conditions lactic acid is formed under normal aerobic conditions pyruvic acid is formed in yeast during fermentation the same pathway leads to produ- production of ethanol hence in different conditions different products are possible 9.12.2 how do enzymes bring about such high rates of chemical convergence to understand this we should study enzymes a little more we have already understood the idea of an active site the chemical or metabolic conversion of uh, refers to a reaction 
the chemical which is converted into a product is called a substrate hence enzymes that is proteins with three dimensional structures including an active site convert substrate s into product p symbolic symbolically this can be depicted as s rop now it is now understood that the substrate s has to bind the enzyme at its active site with a given cleft or pocket the substrate has to diffuse through the active site there is thus an obligatory formation of e s complex the e stands for enzyme this complex formation is a transient phenomenon during the, the state where substrate is bound to the enzyme site a new structure of substrate is called transition state structure is formed very soon after the expected bond breaking or making is completed the product is released from the active site in other words the structure of substrate gets transformed into the structure of product products the pathway of this transformation must go through so called transition state structure there could be many more altered structural states between the stable substrate and the product implicit in this statement is the fact that all other intermediate structural states are unstable stability is something related to the energy status of the molecule or the structure hence when we look at this pictorially through a graph it looks like something in figure 9.6 in figure 9.6 the y axis represents the potential energy content the x axis represents the progression of structural transformation of states through the transition state you would notice two things the energy level difference between s and p if p is at lower level than s the reaction is an exothermic reaction one need not to supply energy by heating in order to form the product however when it is an exothermic or spontaneous reaction or an endothermic or energy required reaction s has to go through a much higher energy state or transition state the difference in average energy content of s from that from that of this transition state is called activation energy enzyme eventually brings down this energy barrier making the transition s to p more easy 9.12.3 nature of enzyme action each enzyme has a substrate s binding in its molecule so that a highly reactive enzyme substrate complex is produced this complex is short lived lived and dissociates into its products p and the unchanged enzyme with an intermediate formation of enzyme product complex the formation of es complex is essential for catalysis the catalytic cycle the catalytic cycle of an enzyme action can be described in the following steps first the substrate binds to the active site of the enzyme fitting into the active site the binding of the substrate induces the enzyme to alter its shape fitting more tightly around the substrate the active site of the enzyme now close proximity of substrate binds breaks the chemical bonds of the substrate and new enzyme product complex is formed the enzyme releases the products of the reaction and the free enzyme is ready to bind to another molecule of the substrate and run through the catalytic cycle once again 9.12.4 factors affecting enzyme activity the activity of an enzyme can be affected by a change in conditions which can alter the tertiary structure of protein these include temperature ph change in substrate concentration or binding of a specific chemicals that regulate its activity temperature and ph enzymes are generally function functional in a narrow range of temperature and ph figure 9.7
Each enzyme shows its highest activity at a particular temperature and pH called the optimum temperature and optimum pH. Activity declines both below and above the optimum temperature value. Optimum value. Low temperature preserves the enzyme in a temporarily inactive state whereas high temperature destroys enzymatic activity because proteins are denatured by heat. Concentration of substrate with the increase in substrate concentration the velocity of enzymatic reaction rises at first the reaction ultimately reaches a maximum velocity Vmax which is not exceeded by any further rise in concentration of the substrate this is because the enzyme molecules are fewer than the substrate molecules and after saturation of these molecules there are no free enzyme molecules to bind with the additional substrate molecules the activity of enzyme is also sensitive to the presence of specific chemicals that bind to the enzyme when the binding of the chemical shuts off enzyme activity the process is called inhibition and chemical is called inhibitor when the inhibitor closely assembles the substrate in its molecule structure and inhibits the activity of enzyme it is called competitive inhibitor due to its close structural similarity with the substrate the inhibitor competes with the substrate for the substrate binding site of the enzyme consequently the substrate cannot bind and as a result enzyme action declines for example the inhibition of succinate dehydrogenase by malonate which closely resembles the substrate succinate in structure such competitive inhibitors are often used in control of bacterial pathogens 9.12.5 classification and nomenclature of enzymes thousands of enzymes have been discovered isolated and studied most of these enzymes have been classified into different groups based on the type of reactions they catalyze Enzymes are divided into 6 classes each with 4 to 13 subclasses and named accordingly by a four digit number. First one oxidoreductases or dehydrogenases. Enzymes which catalyze the oxido reduction between the two substrates S and S dash. For example, S reduced and S dash oxidized gives S oxidized plus S dash reduced. Second one transferases. Enzymes catalyzing a transfer group of a group G other than the hydrogen between a pair of substrate S and S dash. For example, S G plus S dash gives S S dash plus G. Hydrolysis enzymes catalyzing hydrolysis of ester, ether, polypeptide, glycosidic, C C C halide or P N bonds. Fourth one is lysis. Enzymes that that catalyze removal of groups from substrates by mechanisms other than hydrolysis is leaving double bonds is cleaving double bonds the xycc gives xy plus c double bond c the fifth type is isomerases it includes all the enzymes catalyzing interconversion of opti- optical geometric or positional isomers the sixth one is ligases enzymes catalyzing the linking together of two compounds for example enzymes which catalyze joining of co cs cn po etc bonds 9.12.6 cofactors enzymes are composed of one or several polypeptide chains however there are number of cases in which non protein constituents called cofactors are bound to the enzyme to make the enzyme catalytically active in these instances the protein portion of the enzymes is called the apoenzyme three kinds of cofactors may be identified the prosthetic groups the coenzymes and metal ions the prosthetic groups are organic compounds and are distinguished from other cofactors that they are tightly bound to the apoenzyme 
for example in peroxidases and catalase which catalyze the breakdown of hydrogen peroxide to water and oxygen heme is the prosthetic group and it is the part of the active site of the enzyme coenzymes are also organic compounds but their association with the apoenzyme is only transient usually occurring during the course of catalysis furthermore coenzymes serve as cofactors in a number of different enzyme catalyzed reactions the essential chemical components of many coenzymes are vitamins for example coenzyme nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide nad and nadp contain vitamin niacin a number of enzymes require metal ions for their activity which form the coordination bonds with side chains at the active site and at the same time form one or more coordination bonds with the substrate for example zinc is a cofactor for the proteolytic enzyme carboxypeptidase catalytic act- activity is lost when a cofactor is removed from the enzyme which testifies that they play a crucial role in the catalytic activity of the enzyme